Welcome to the Splash Assess podcast. I am your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live after show. And apparently it is also the unofficial Amy DJ set because you guys, I need you to all please stop this podcast right now and go listen to Folding Chair by Regina Spector. Okay, otherwise known as the Dolphin Song. I know that I sound ridiculous a lot, especially because I talk so much and I just say dumb shit sometimes. It's the game of statistics, you know? You can't always be a philosophical genius. That happens point zero 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 one percent of the time. The rest of the time, I sound like Dennis the Menace on crack. I don't know. But the folding chair song... Guys, just go listen to it. Okay, so there's a part in it where she's like, we remember the dolphin song. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> she's literally like, ooh, 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 like making dolphin noises in the song. And I just <laughs> picture her recording at the studio <laughs> and the producers there. Because obviously Regina Spector is probably this like whimsical hippie. I don't know. That's all alleged. And but just and then like this producer is just sitting there and she's like, oh, 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 like actually making dolphin noises. And he's just like, what the fuck, bro? This was the weirdest day at work. Please reassign me to rage against the machine next time. Oh, I love it so much. OK, please go listen. Also, I hope you listen to the Jeff Lewis live Tuesday, April 18th show. It was amazing. We had Teddy Mellencamp, Tamara Judge, and Shaney, Shaney, Shane Douglas. Sorry, Shane. I just, I have to. I love it. Okay, so we learned that Teddy only drives on Wednesdays due to her anxiety. Ah, I understand. I have anxiety issues, so who am I to judge? But if any, if I can help and other people in any way not suffer as long as I did... I needed medication and my therapist told me that years ago and I kept the stigma around it and whatever. I wanted to solve things on my own. Uh, that was a fail. So I just wasted a few more years being extra anxious. And then now I love being on my medication, not saying that anybody else should go on medication, but if your anxiety is that bad to the point where she only drives to new places on Wednesday, like she can drive to places that she knows the other days of the week, like to her kid's school and stuff like that. But if it's a new event, then it has to be on Wednesday. That's the one day she'll adventure out. Interesting. Interesting. Jeff mentioned that he watches videos while driving. So again, citizen fine, citizen fine. Why are you admitting that? Okay, my parents, when I'm in the car with them and they're driving, they're on their phones too. And then they try to act like the youth are the problem and the youth are always on their phones. And I'm like, sir, you almost just crashed into that median. Like, or you almost just crashed into Paul and Patrick on the side of the road. Everybody is on their phones and it is not the youth. It is not the youth. It is the old people or sorry, not old people. Um, It is the people with more life <clears throat> experience. Like Jeff watching videos. It's not even like a quick text. You're watching a fucking video. But then it gets even worse because Tamara says that she loves videos of pimple popping. 
Even just saying that makes me queasy. I mean, it's fun to say pimple popping. And of course, I love to do my own. Like, that's actually a hobby. I don't know if that's, you know how, like, everybody's supposed to love the smell of their own farts? Does everybody else also, like, love popping their own pimples? Because it's just a relaxing thing to me. Not that I have a plethora anymore or ever. It's always, like, I just get a Mount Vesuvius. I call it where like all of a sudden a volcano will appear on my face and I'm like where were you just building yourself in the underworld for the past seven years like where did you come from why won't you move why won't you pop you're uh, yeah all right so here I am now talking about pimple popping so but oh just watching those videos watching other people's oh uh, no no my brother and his ex-girlfriend they used to sit there and like pop each other's oh no, I wanted to vomit just watching them do it to each other. No, nope. Moving on. Jeff said he loves videos of people falling, which shout out to Jeff. He must be listening. Babe, you're listening to Splash of Sass because I just said yesterday that I hate old people falling. And then Jeff, just to spite me today, he says how much he loves watching people fall. But... But when he first said it, at first I was like, how rude, how rude. Because it's that Ellen DeGeneres sense of humor, right? Like that scare shit tactics, which we all get. Like it is funny. It is funny. Especially scaring people. I hate it. I hate being scared, but I'm so easily scarable that it happens all the time. My brother-in-law does this to my <laughs> nieces and nephews. I don't know how this is going to affect their psyche in the future, but he, ever since they were little, like I'm talking one to two years old, he'll hide behind doorways. He'll hide anywhere and just pop out and scare the shit out of them and me, of everyone. He scares the shit out of everyone. And so one day we're going to get him back epically and he's probably going to like fall off the roof or something because we're going to try to scare him and then it's going to go wrong because you should never scare the scarer. <sighs> and so I guess internally I try to fight that enjoyment of the Ellen DeGeneres mean humor, you know, because I do enjoy it a little bit. Like when I was in middle school, I used to be obsessed with tripping people and I would just obsessively run around school tripping. I like lost friends over it because they were like, stop tripping me. And I'm like, bro, why are you tripping about it? Like just fucking enjoy the ride. Okay. <laughs> Like, this is the toll of our friendship. That's if you want to be friends with me, like there's so many amazing things about me. But one of the shitty things you're going to have to deal with is almost falling on your face every two seconds. <laughs> ah, tripping still is funny. That's again, I'm not saying that Jeff's wrong. I'm just saying I try to fight it. So I'm trying to not give in to and be like, yeah, no, it is hilarious, but not in a funny way. I realized that I kind of am also obsessed with falling videos because I think it was last summer. There was a story of tourists going to Colombia or Brazil and they were bungee jumping and it was a girl. They were a fiancés. They were engaged and the guy, it was a guy and a girl and the guy was strapped in and they gave him the all clear and she thought that she was getting the all clear. So she jumped, but she wasn't strapped in. And so they all just watched her jump to her death. And I watched that clip so many times. Let me tell you, I think she had a heart attack on the way down. So, oh, I can't. I hate disaster things, but I become obsessed with watching the videos like that one recently of this lady in Florida and she was staring 
by the edge of a pond with her dog and out of the corner the other way an alligator's coming at her and then all of a sudden the alligator comes out of the water snaps at her leg and then the video stops and i watched that video so many times there was also even just yesterday a video of a chinese acrobat that fell to her death and then even more suspiciously allegedly her and her husband had a fight before it and she was performing with her husband he was the other acrobat and he was supposed to catch her during this trick but then um I don't know. I don't know. Something happened. We got questions, sir. We got questions. Can you imagine? Like they get into a fight and then he's like, yeah, yeah. You want me to take the trash out more? Watch this bitch. And then just doesn't catch her. No, no. That, and <clears throat> I do not want to put it out to the universe that anything was on purpose. Like this, I let's go with that. It was an awful, awful mistake, awful mistake. But I'm just saying that. I was so quick to be like, oh my God, Jeff, that's so mean that you like videos of people falling. And then again, it's all a projection into myself. I like videos of people falling too. So we are all one and the same. I actually did have friends tell me recently that I always come with these crazy death stories, but they just fascinate me so much. And actually I was going to circle back to this, but nope, we're hard stopping. Okay. Because Teddy's driving complex. She only likes driving on Wednesdays. She also, we find out that a lot of it has to do with parking, which Jeff has the same kind of complex. They want to have parking. And speaking of these doom stories, there was a parking garage yesterday in New York city that fucking collapsed and I can't get over over it like it was the same in Florida there the past couple of years there's been all these drawbridge incidents where pedestrians on drawbridges were falling off of it and dying and it was I just I guess because I am a control freak so say the parking garage in New York City right like the fact that if you were in your car there's nothing you can do in that moment like if it collapses okay, a parachute won't help you. No, uh, nothing of uh, jetpack, like nothing. Like it's just, I guess that moment of life having the final moment of control. And I don't like that shit, which circles back again to yesterday's episode. If you do get old, congratulations, you made it. You didn't have parking garage structures fall and collapse on your head. And you didn't become an acrobat whose husband maybe dropped you midair. So congratulations if you're old. Why are we so sad when the oldest people die? Like, I know it's sad. I know it's sad, but it's also not. Like, what else did you think would happen? Ah. It's also so funny because I also recently got in trouble at work because my boss is just, she's such a peach. She's such a peach to the point where my supervisor called me yesterday to tell me that my boss is a cunt. <laughs> Her words, not mine. And I was like, these are two like 56 year old women talking about each other and then also getting mad at me. And I'm like, but you're calling her a cunt. And then you guys are probably calling me a cunt behind my back and everyone's a cunt. I just want to get the funk out the funk out. So I got in trouble at work because I left during my lunch break. And with my luck in this world, my car broke down during lunch and it was literally breaking down like the alternator. Something happened with the alternator and the car shop is like, yeah, this is so random. Like, uh, I don't know. So my boss didn't believe that I was even in the office for the first half of the day. So, which makes no sense. Again, she's just crazy and has nothing to do but be obsessed with me. And so she went to check the 
parking first she went to check my badge thing and it hadn't been scanned because I walk in with a group of people because we're all walking in at the same time and then she checked the parking garage thing and I hadn't been in the parking garage in so long the reason for that is because I also suffer from anxiety and parking garages in particular scare the shit out of me for this exact reason. Elevators, parking garages, anything where I'm trapped in an enclosed space and I know that if something bad happens, I have no out. Like airplanes, all of it. I don't enjoy that shit. So if there's plenty of parking that I can find around the city, I'm not going to park in your scary ass parking garage. And now I just want to send her this article. And she looked at me like I was batshit crazy, right? When I was telling her all this. And um, I just want to say, if you don't have neurodivergencies or if you don't understand other people's shit, just be glad, okay? Like, be if you hear me talking about me hating being in a parking garage, then be like, okay, that sounds weird, but fine. That's her thing. Yes, exactly. Like, we all have our things and... For this lady to not believe me because she can't wrap her head around the fact that she would never not park in a parking garage. It's like, get the fuck over it. We're all different. And now I want to send her this article and be like, look, bitch, this is why I have anxiety because it's not fake scenarios like this shit actually happens. And I don't trust building inspectors, especially after that Miami condo collapse. All of these things. I am a doomsday. I'm a doomsday darling. I'm a doomsday darling. I'm not even a prepper because I'm, I don't have a bunker. I don't have, I am dating. I've just started dating a guy who he's in submarines. You guys, he works on submarines. What the fuck? What the fuck? I, he warned me right away. He's like, just so you know, in a couple months, I'm going to be going on a submarine for a few, like the whole summer. And I was like, actually, that's perfect because it's going to be instead of how to lose the guy in 10 days, I'm going to turn it into how to make a guy fall in love with me in six weeks and then send him underwater. So then all he'll have, he'll be stuck in a submarine ship with all these other boys. All he'll have is memories of me. And then he'll maybe send me flowers and like cute things and like be really extra cute because he's just pining over me 50, 20,000 leagues under the sea. That's my dream guy. <laughs> Maybe the first time I'll ever get flowers from a guy is when he's 20,000 leagues under the sea. And I'll be like, no man who was above sea level ever got me flowers. So that's how I know this is the one. All right. So we will, I'll keep you posted on that. And I really did want to share about the submarine guy because I don't want to end up like Kim Wall, the reporter. God bless her soul. If you haven't seen, there's a few documentaries about her. Definitely I'd recommend, but she went to interview a guy who was kind of like Elon Musky type and was an inventor and had his own submarine. And she went on the submarine to interview him and he dismembered her and murdered her soul. So, and then popped out the top and was like, haha, no, she just fell. So I guess I'm telling you guys about him for life security. If Splash his ass stops coming out after I say I'm going on a trip with him, then we know. And I'm giving you all permission now to alert the authorities on my behalf. Thank you so much. Love you. Moving on to Teddy's sneezing. All right. Now I have a thing about this. I have a thing about everything, honestly. Speaking of, I want to recommend the Pete and Sebastian show, you guys. That's my other favorite podcast show, whatever you want to call it. But Pete, 
Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco, who they both are stand-up comedians, hilarious. And they always talk about these little human nuances that I'm about to. So that's why I'm recommending them. But Teddy talks about having an indoor sneeze, how she developed an indoor sneeze as a child. Now, this is something I am extremely familiar with. So if you aren't, let me explain, right? You have two ends of the spectrum. You have the men who sneeze a minimum of nine times in a row. And they sound like they're making a cattle call. God forbid they're in a ray of direct sunlight and you see the actual schmutch that's flying out of their face. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Then on the other end of the spectrum, you have girls like Teddy who pretend that they don't even sneeze. And they just had the urge to walk around and be like, a two, a two. Okay, my dad is on one end of the spectrum and my sisters are on the other end. And it was sometime around high school that my sisters both adopted this indoor sneeze. And it's such a shame because sneezing is the best thing ever, right? Like there's, I agree with the yetis who are just absolutely letting shit fly out of their mouth and they are being wicked, obnoxious sneezers. I love that shit. I agree. In my own household, I'm an obnoxious sneezer. But for my sisters, even if nobody's around, they have trained themselves. It's not like it's natural, right? The natural thing to do is to let it fly. Let it go. Let it go. The nose flow. Okay, so it's them purposely. It's like a female thing. That's what I'm trying to get at. It's like a fee. It's a thing that girls do to make themselves seem more like a damsel in distress, more delicate, more like little daisies. It's the same thing where my sister used to beat the shit out of me. And then one day I literally barely touched her and she was like, ow, oh my God, Amy. And she collapsed onto the ground. And I'm like, who is this actress in front of me? And where's your golden globe, bitch? Because you were literally drop kicking me yesterday. And now you're pretending like you've never been in battle before. What? Like it literally happened overnight where she just turned into this little damsel that goes a two, a two. And I will forever be like, ah, two. And I'm not going to be sorry about it. And I am just trying to send out a message to Teddy and all of the uh, two sneezers, all of the, what does she call it? An indoor sneeze. No, babe, no. It's time to get yourself outdoors, get some fresh air, let it go. Try it, even in your own, the comfort of your own home. Wait till nobody's around and just see how do you sneeze on your own without any of the world society complexes left inside of your little brain, okay? Your big brain. I didn't mean to be condescending. We know that you really want to be the best at everything, including having the best Uber ratings. So we will end on that because are Uber still a thing? I didn't know, but they're all Jeff, Teddy, Tamara. We've learned Jameson and Alyssa, of course, have the highest ratings. No surprise there. But they were all talking about their Uber ratings. And I don't know if it's different in New England, but like none of my friends, none of us use Uber. None of us. And I don't know if it's just like a murder scene waiting to happen. I don't feel comfortable. No. I tried to jump out of my grandma's car when I was three years old. I literally opened the door while she was driving and tried to jump. And it scarred both of us for life, I think. But all I'm saying is I've been preparing to tuck and roll out of cars ever since I was young. I don't want to have to actually do it. I don't want to have to actually do it. I don't want to get into a stranger's car and have them all of a sudden lock it and then just start driving in the wrong direction and then me talk about anxiety. No, no. I would honestly rather park in a parking garage than take an Uber. 
Ooh, all right. We're going to end on that. And oh, wait, so quick. Okay, Jeff always gets a tea from everybody, but he does it so casually. So we learned that Shannon confronted John Jansen outside of the gym. Now, the key word I'd like to point out here is confronted. Shannon confronted John, Tamara said. My whole thing, and I've heard this from other people of like the after breakup confrontations. Why are you confronting somebody you broke up with? Like, what do you have left to say? I mean, I get it. I have a lot of anger and resentment and whatever feelings towards exes that I'll never hopefully see again. I don't want to confront because what's the point? Like, they'll never change. You can run circles around them and you can tell them forever how much they've upset you and how if they didn't do this and why did they do that and that was rude and whatever. They don't give a fuck. Like, they don't give a fuck. Everybody in their own head justifies their own truth. And they all just, everybody's trying to survive and trying to tell themselves whatever they need to, to do that. So whatever you think you're going to get out of it, unless it helps you and put everything out on the table that you wanted to get off of your chest. But other than that, you're just kind of dumping words onto them. Like, again, they're going to justify whatever you say in their head and they'll justify their own actions or whatever. Like at the end of the day, if they want to grow on their own, they'll already be taking those steps. Otherwise they're the same piece of shit that you were with that that's why it didn't work out. So the only thing that you should do when you see your ex is put your motherfucking chin up in the air, sashay those fucking hips side to side and be a boss ass bitch. Okay? Don't be a petty ass bitch. Be a boss ass bitch. Okay? Okay. All right. Are we all on the same page here? I love you guys so much and we'll be back tomorrow with more. Wee! Love you. Bye. Splash. 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 Splash your sails. Splash your sails.